What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of In Regard to the Gospel. We got a special episode again for us today. We got our friend Parker Sedicase back. Hey. What's up, Parker? Yo, yo. How's it going, guys? And as always, Carmelo as Gonzalez always. the third. The third. Oh, the third. yeah. Um, hey, we've been in kind of a series here where we've been talking about biblical masculinity. And um, we want to continue that topic, and we thought we'd just bring in another another uh, voice in the podcasting world that has uh, been wanting to talk about something similar as well. So, uh, Parker, thanks so much for joining us today, man. Yeah, thanks, dude. You guys got like a? Can you guys bring me up to date? What if someone hasn't listened before? Like, where are we at in the series? We 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 just kind of started with just kind of talking about what does it mean to be a man according to God's word, mm-hmm. and. Um, the last episode, we just kind of focused more on um, how does that that play out, and so this is episode two, kind of in that series, yeah. and um, and so we just want to we just I, and you had mentioned over text message you're like hey I want to start a podcast an entire podcast about this. Are no, you scooping me here, man? It's yeah, not supposed so, to be out there yet. So I was <laughs> like I was like that's a great idea, Parker. I'm going to do that. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> That's the way it should be. Yeah. That's the so, way it so be. talking about like how it plays out. Yes. Well, yeah. Uh, last episode, uh, we we hit on a a couple of things that the world kind of describes as masculine. Mm-hmm. Um, those false sense of uh, um, things that they describe as masculinity. Um, women. Um, yeah. Emotions and different things like that. Just touched on it. Just on the world's perspective, how do you look at and view masculinity? So yeah. we talked a little bit about the world's idea of toxic masculinity yeah mm. as well and um so how does how do all those things kind of like play together so I, I guess this week we would just more define what it means to be a man yeah. in light of god's word in light of what we know about um the culture that we're in as well as what does god say about being a man yeah no, that's good man so i'm not like i am a man i'm trying I'm working on becoming a man being a man, like I'm a young man, uh, uh, biblically speaking, like in that in that culture, I, I think you weren't a, a man man until you're like 40. Uh, <laughs> but but I'm having like a, a, a biblical scholar dude come on, um, a Hebraic thought scholar. So this is like Hebraic thought that the what the Hebrews believed at the time of the New Testament and and earlier. And yeah, they had this like the, you'd have um, rites of passage moving from being a boy to a young man, but then you're a young man until you're 40. So like. Man, Christ was still a young man uh, when he was doing his ministry for three years. So I'm not an expert in that, dude. I got questions. So yeah. like, don't look at me. That like, I got yeah. all the answers. Yeah. The expert, <laughs> chief yeah. man of all men. No, no, that's good. That's good. I, I think that rite of passage thing is kind of a something we could talk about. We don't really have that in our culture. No, we don't even have anything close to that. I guess maybe getting your driver's license, I guess, in a way is a rite of passage or maybe turning yeah. 21, <laughs> turning 25, you can, 20, 25, yeah. you can rent a, a, can rent a van car, or whatever. Yeah. Right? yeah. You can book a hotel. Book room. A hotel yeah. 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 So, so it's, it's kind of there. There's kind of an understanding of like there's growth and development that happens like later in life. But, um, what are, what, as you've kind of studied that, like, what are some things that, that when, when you look at our culture, and you look at the world and you see young boys, young men, um, what are some things that kind of come to the forefront of your mind? What are some things that you kind of recognize as like, that's not really the right direction? Yeah. Well, dude, and this is tough because we are culturally situated. So like there is what it means to be a man biblically. And there's something that it means to be a man. Like God did make us that way, right? So there is something that that means. But then in, in each culture, there's something different as well. And so like, bro, we talk about this all the time, but in, in India and in certain places in India, subcultures, dudes hold pinkies. And it's like, bro, if you <laughs> if you got a problem with that, you're, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. What's wrong? Dude, you can't show affection. What's, that's so weird. Yeah. But for us, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not holding your guys' pinkies right now. Right. And so there is like an actual appropriateness to culture. And yeah. that's scary because then we go, well, cultural relativism. Okay. So then there's nothing objective. No, there's no natural law about what it means to be a man. It's like, no, that's not true either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's just super tricky, man. Yeah. It's hard to, to fully define it because there's so many layers. And, and there, and it's right, right. There's um, it's appropriate to insofar as the cultural norms for masculinity don't go against God's word, right. then it's, it's fitting to, to mold yourself to those. Mm. That's where you like, why would you not, 
fit those standards. Like, why would you not look towards those? That's what men are in your culture. Right. And it's not something ungodly, unbiblical. Then that, it's fitting that you live up to that. Yeah. Um, so some things that I think of, dude, so I, I have a really warped view on this. I'm, I'm working hard on it because I grew up in the wrestling world. And it's a different world. Mm. Like first grade, yeah. dude, I'm in a singlet. <laughs> exposed for the whole world to see i'm wearing (laughs) things like this i can't hear nothing though and i'm out there like battling other kids and i cry after every match no matter if i won or lost so there's why why did you cry i'm a little kid man i can't hear anything i don't even know what happened (laughs) it's crazy man so yeah i still wrestle through that um but there are some communities in this country that have rites of passage that we don't have Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. growing up where, where we grew up um one of my friends played in the nfl and he's this big old burly manly dude mountain of a man and his rite of passage was going out hunting for the first time on his own yeah going out and killing a deer and a lot of us are like bro i never did that. I'm, i've never shot a deer in my life i'd like to it'd be kind of cool be sad too because i'm i liked animals <laughs> but there are certain subcultures that still have that and yeah. they look at us and like you guys are all confused man yeah and it's like yeah but that's not everything either yeah it's not just hunting there's different there's different parts to it that it's like the, the sadness part, even that you just mentioned, like that's a part of it too. You know, like that's, that's, there's a manliness to that even. Mm -hmm. That is the thing that that hunters that like, that I respect, um, they do bring that in and it's kind of like, uh, man, what's that movie avatar Mm -hmm. where she like had to kill that. Do you guys, you guys seen avatar, right? Yeah. Is that no, I've never seen. Uh, um, um, no. Okay. Well, okay. There's there's this part where where um where he's stumbling around. He's in this like this native body, right? Um, they transfer his consciousness. This whole weird thing. But he's stumbling around in the forest, and she mm-hmm. has to kill this animal because it's attacking him. And he's like, "Nice, thanks for doing that." And she's like, "No, this is a really bad thing. I didn't want to have to kill this animal." And there's like this, like the true hunter culture where they're like, "I respect this animal." And there is something godly. There's something really cool about that, where mm. it's recognizing, even if they're not Christians, they're not overtly saying it. In recognizing, like an animal had to die in order for me to live, mm-hmm. there's something good there. There's yeah, something yeah, yeah. in rec- making that recognition. The yeah. idea of the sacrifice kind of plays. Dude, into that. it's yeah. like built into us. Like something else has to die for me to live. Yeah, it's wow, that's pretty wow. cool. Being able to see those things. Yeah. My wife asked me the question a while ago. Um, I thought it was a trick question because she was like. Are you a man? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was kind of insulted a little bit. You know? <laughs> like, why would you ask me something like that? She's like, no, I'm not a trick question. I'm just asking. She's like, how do you know? And I'm just like, um, first thing I go to were the parts, hmm. you know. And she's like, just keep going. And I'm like, okay, let's break down the science. I guess at some point, you know, the hormones, the outside of the parts, the gender, the sex, the um, the attitude, the bravado, or something like that. And then she hit me with a, it's not a, I'm not asking you a trick question. She's like, why is it so hard for you to explain that you're a man? And I'm like, I don't know. Nobody's ever really asked. Mm-hmm. And then she said, um, could it be because um, you didn't create yourself? She said, the meaning of who we are doesn't come from us because we didn't make us. Mm. So it's hard for you to define it. You, the one who created you is the one who defined you. And can explain it so i i think that's why like there are certain things that men have inherent from the creator you know that just says this is you know a man even though it looks different culturally you still say that's that's a man thing to do yeah 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 well you just touched on a bunch there dude it's so good but there's like there's there's functional things like mm-hmm. this is what a man does right and there's like the we talked about philosophy so there's an ontology like what it is there's like an essence to you mm-hmm. and there's like biological characteristics that show that outwardly and i think that those can be out of sync mm-hmm. we, like for real like you yeah. guys know people who look like men and you're like dude you have no self-control yeah mm-hmm. you are not taking initiative in your life right you are super uh, in christian world now it's passive right like we love saying that like yeah. don't be passive Ugh, we overuse words but being passive, like being someone who's letting life happen to you mm-hmm. instead of like going out and cultivating and uh, creating and, and making the world look like the Garden of Eden, right? Like that's yeah. our call. Like that's yeah. what we're called to do. And it does play out in different ways. And it's, it is, dude, it's, it's hard. And I think it's also hard because what you said, man, we don't have, 
we don't have those rites of passages. Yeah. And what we do have today is a lot of deconstruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of it really important, like being a man, the toxic masculinity. I know it's like a trigger word and conservatives right now are freaking out and liberals, <laughs> you're not getting that right, you know, but it's, there's, there is toxic masculinity and it could, it's not real. It's not real masculinity. Right. Real men care for the sick. Real yeah. men say men and women or uh, children and women first. Right. Real men say that kind of stuff. It's not about who can fart the loudest and spit the, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not about pissing contest. It's not about that. And so to do right. that is to, usually when we're doing those kind of things, I do that. Yeah. yeah I want to say being a man is having cauliflower ear. Like that's what it means. Yeah. <laughs> because it's easy for me. I already yeah. have that. So I want to define masculinity in a way that includes me and excludes you guys. That puts yeah. me on top of the heap yeah. and puts you guys away. And it's really tempting and it's really, it messes with our view. But because we usually don't have a, a positive here's what it is and here's how you can go do that mm-hmm. it's really tricky and it's it is easy to tear each other down because man you got something i don't have yeah in some ways we've we've kind of defined the problem right we've kind of yeah. said like here's some of the things that uh potentially are an issue with what it means to be a man mm-hmm. and you brought up like well first of all it's hard to define like are we just talking biologically and then parker brought up no there's like an essence uh, to yeah. that as well. So there, there's, and, and those two things are, are, are always being attacked in culture in one mm-hmm. way or the other. Um, so what do you guys think are some of the things that, that cause that? Like, what are some of the things that really, um, cause those, if that's the problem, if those are some of the problems and, and maybe those are some of the causes, but what do you guys think? Like, what are some things that are kind of contributing to the problem of, of masculinity? in our culture toxic masculinity or a lack not of being masculinity not being a man, <laughs> yeah. you know? what what are some things that are kind of causing that i mean for me i think again when you have a rites of passage that's something being passed on you know one man to another man you know your rights to your manhood we don't have rites of passage but at the same time we don't have a lot of examples like i hear people say um well we need more men out there we need men to step up and be men but right, right, they right. don't have an example of what a man looks like so yeah, it's yeah. like you're asking them to do something they've never even seen before um and i think that's part of the contribution to the lack of masculinity too many males mm. don't know what it means to be a man mm-hmm. and what they see as a man is the toxic part of not manhood but i think like immaturity yeah of its boyhood being displayed as manhood. Mm. So like when you say the farts and the jokes and yeah. stuff like that, that's stuff you do as a kid. Or, or fighting, being the toughest, the toughest dude yeah. in the room. And it's like, well, that's what a, that's like, if a boy became a man overnight, he would think that way. Yeah. He'd be like, dude, look at this. Yes, let's yeah. go. It's like, you're still acting like that, bro? Yeah. Like but you look, haven't even grown in your body. Yeah. yeah. Look at Instagram. That's what you're seeing. That's, that's on display. A bunch of guys just flexing and saying, look at me versus... Oh, you know, for me as a man, I don't want you to see me all the time. Yeah. You know, I don't care. You know, I got more important things going on in my Mm. life. You know, I got kids to take care of. I got a wife to take care of. You know, I got a job to do. So you looking at me, I don't have time for that. You know, (laughs) I I think that's a good point, man. That's that's a lot of the uh, Gen Xer dudes that I talk with. I love these guys. They're like just turning 50 now, maybe up in 51, 52. Mm -hmm. These guys are amazing. Like if you guys can meet those people, they're awesome yeah, right now. Yeah. But most of them are very chill. So you'd be like, hey man, what does it mean to be a man? And like, what kind of question is yeah. that, dude? And like, I don't got time. Like you're saying, like, I don't have just go do it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. I know that. But I need you guys to tell me. Right. And that, that's what I'm gonna I wanna draw on a little bit is that we don't like the rite of passage thing. Um, this has like some sociological stuff where Men used to work on farms. Yeah. Men used to work uh, the job that their father had. And they're spending most of their time with their dad learning this trade. And there's like some cliches in masculinity stuff. Some of them are cliches for a reason. It's true. Like men like to talk side by side. Like we're sitting here looking at each other. It's kind of yeah. weird. It'd be much easier if we're all looking out that way. Yeah. That's how we work. And <laughs> yeah. It's kind of how we develop. Like yeah. We, yeah. we're out in the field, wherever. We're working next to a mentor. Yeah. But we got these weird jobs now where all the men go to one spot in the city and they're spending the best of their time with their worker, their employees mm-hmm. or their coworkers. And they come home at night and we just don't have that. I'm not, not saying that's terrible. Our culture is the worst or anything like that, but that's a new challenge that we haven't addressed. Mm-hmm. There's 
there's not that mentorship anymore. And that's the same thing in the church. There's not discipleship. Yeah. There's not, dude, like, I'm sorry to say it, man, but there are not a lot of real masculine, manly, godly men who you're like, bro, that's the guy. I'm going to be just like him. Yeah. Where like a, a, someone our age can be like, that's the guy, dude. I'm going to be like him. Yeah. There's just not a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. But we look to Joe Rogan and we look to Jocko Willink and we look mm -hmm. to guys who don't believe the same things that we believe. And we're like, there's something there that I like. Yeah. I, I guess my like follow-up question to, to that specifically, like, of course we want to, we can't fix all the problems out there. But we can fix, in some ways, some of the issues within Christendom, within the church, um, that 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 kind of contribute to that. So, what's what's kind of behind that? What you just said about the lack of discipleship, the lack of um, uh, mentorship, the lack of um, of manly men, and which we're still kind of defining, by the way, within the yeah, church. That's really hard to define, dude. I don't know if we'll get there, but yeah, for for me, man, I think. Uh, I love, I want to respect my elders and I, I love you guys. The men's breakfast stuff has got to change, dude. It has to, it can't just be, we're coming together. And I don't, I don't think that we've been, I don't think that men have had a clear picture of what it means to be a man for a long time. Right. And I think they have, when they come into the church, they put on a face. And they put it, we know how to play the game. We intuit, like I know how to play the game because I grew up in it. Some of these guys became Christians as adults and they learned how to play the game. There's a certain way you talk around ladies and kids. That's appropriate. There's a certain yeah. way you talk around. And I'm not talking about locker room talk or swearing yeah. <laughs> or cursing or letting unwholesome things come in your mouth, but being, there, there's a way that men talk to each other yeah. that we don't do in church um, and we don't do at men's breakfast and we don't call each other up to more masculine things. Yeah. We don't know. We don't talk about, hey, what happens if someone slaps my wife's butt? Yeah. We don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that at men's breakfast. Yeah. Hey, what happens? Because I'm a, I'm a man. I'm going to want to step up and fight that guy. Is that right. appropriate for me to do? Let me get a lawyer in here from the church. What happens if I hit someone? That's good. What happens? I, I need to know this because I want to be prepared to act in a way that's God honoring, that honors my wife. I want to talk with my wife about expectations. Yeah. And it's not enough to just go, that's not going to happen because we're not going to be in that situation. Well, how do you know, man? Right. You've you never been know. in the taste of Chicago or something? Like, <laughs> just avoid all those areas. Like, come on. Never man. go in public. That's not real. Yeah. So I just think that we need to, we need to invite those questions and talk about them more because that, that is a part of the discipleship. I think that's a part that's not been addressed. That could, like, could we do that over breakfast, though? <laughs> we gotta go to axe throwing we have to go to <laughs> i think that does like sometimes the, the not to say the setting kind of dictates the conversation yeah some things you won't talk about over breakfast mm -hmm. but some things you will talk about at a gun range yeah you, I know? Think there's, <laughs> you know i mean personally i think there's there is benefit to sitting around a table with a group of guys and yeah. and you know talking about scripture like i think that's that's obviously super beneficial or talking about you know you know last week we our men's ministry we talked about like compromising our integrity yeah what does that look like and how does god restore our integrity that we've compromised because scripture's full of stories where guys compromise their integrity mm -hmm. there is value to it I, I think what you're more getting towards is it can't just stop there right that can't be the end of the the game like there has to be deeper longer harder conversations with guys is am i understanding you correctly yeah or? well that sounds like the integrity thing sounds awesome man yeah. that sounds like something that people should be talking yeah. about i think it's it's a it's an overgeneralization to say all men need to stand next to each other and work on a car dude i'm not handy like that at right all. i'll try but i I'm, I'm a coffee dude i'll sit across from people and talk coffee and, and theology all day long yeah but i it it takes me getting out of my comfort zone to go and try and work on someone's car with them right. talk, but i need to do that yeah. I need to go and find. So for a young man, man, young men need to find men who they admire, look for them and find them yeah. because they should be finding you. They should be. No one taught them. Yeah. No one taught them. So there's a way that things should be. And it should be these older guys saying like, dude, come with me. I'm going to show you how, what it means to be a Christian man. Yeah. I'm going to show you what it means to be a Christian father. And they don't do that because no one taught them to do that. Right. So at some point we got to go, look, I understand it's not ideal. Go find someone. Yeah. Go yeah. acquire mentors. And it doesn't have to be you and me sitting for the next 
eight years every Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. No, like for a season, man, I'm going to look at you. I'm going to see how you treat your wife and I'm going to try and yeah. emulate yeah. you in that. Because yeah. like, we're never going to find the perfect man. His name's Christ and he's not yeah. coming back yet. Yeah. So find Christ in other people in church. Mello, you've kind of talked about this before in um, the podcast where we kind of learned your story as mm -hmm. the episode where we learned your story. But um, um, you did kind of have that like godly influence, that godly yeah. male discipleship. Tell, tell us a, a little bit about that again. Like, yeah, uh, I, I, you guys probably heard me talk about my uncle um, again. I was telling the guys a little earlier uh, um, that situation, that whole thing, that, how it came about was literally from those questions. I was getting ready to get married. Me and my wife, we were, you know, we were engaged and I'm just praying to God, like, you know, how do I become a man? I don't, I don't know what a, a, a godly character man looked like. Yeah. I have no clue what that looks like. I know what a, a man looks like in the house. We had, you know, my stepfather there, but um, I don't know what a godly character man looked like. Yeah. And then at the same time, my uncle is trying to figure out, you know, how can he pour into a young man mm. in his life? So um, that relationship kind of got built. Um, based off that two guys praying about, you know, how we should do man things. And he really poured into my life like big time, you know, and he was, you know, just every day I spent an entire season with him. It probably was about a year, almost two years of me just going out with him every day, you know, just doing stuff around the house, um, doing yard work, picking weeds, um, in a hundred degree heat and stuff like that. Him running errands for his wife and his family and taking care of his, you know, his kids and stuff who are much older, but just seeing the the way he interacted, the way he talked to them, the way he dealt with them, you know, I just literally got a chance to see it in action. And I saw an example. I mean, we still have a close relationship to this day. I, mean, yeah. I just talked to him a few days ago. And again, he's asking all the questions, mm. you know, are you doing these things as a you know godly man? You know, how are you treating your wife? How are the kids going? You know, um, you know, and then he'll ask biblical questions, too. Like, you know, and he'll ask me if I have any questions. You know, how do you apply these things to your life? You know, yeah. so it, it's been a blessing. Yeah. I think so much it. of the the struggle is just the you feel the need to have all the answers. And part yeah. of it is like figuring it out together. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, like that's part of the the fun of it, I guess. Part of the like experience of it is like your uncle, you know, he didn't read like 50 books on biblical no. manhood and then sit you down and <laughs> right. like try to like share all that. No, he, he was figuring it out with you. Yeah. And showing you, just modeling it, like this yep. is what being a father looks like. This is what being a godly husband looks like. Mm -hmm. So, so let's let's leave nothing unsaid, guys. Like, what what are like some of the like what are some things that that we aspire to as men? What are some things that we want to be about as men? And we we want to call other guys mm -hmm. into. We want to call young men younger than us into. And and um, where are we? You know, as we would. Um, we talk to the older men as we would a father. Like how, yeah. how would we address some of those things, those disconnects that we're seeing of like, that's not happening. It's just a, a bunch of guys putting on masks and sitting around eating delicious breakfast all the time. Like how do we, how do we, you know, gently, but lovingly and, and per perhaps biblically like call out some of those things. Yeah. Well, so dude, I think, I think we have to, we have to give a compelling picture of, what it means to be a man ourselves. Yeah. 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 Like that's a huge part of it is like, it's really hard to, to have a really fat trainer, right? Like, like <laughs> yeah. dude, I can't take care of myself, but I'm going to take care of you. And that, that happens. Like some of these dudes know what they're talking about yeah. and they're yeah. really out of shape themselves, but it helps if this dude's super fit, it helps your credibility. Yeah. Right. And so if you're someone who does paint a compelling picture of what it means to be a man with your life, then you can call people to that. And I think one of the biggest things is like being a man of action being someone who is not sluggish, who's not like, I don't just mean exercise and stuff like that. I mean like a dude who uh, is dependable, who says like, I'm, I'm there for you. Yeah. I'm your guy. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go. And if you need something, I'm your guy. And like my, my dad's like that. My father-in-law is like that. And it's like, they give me a clear example of that's that's a dude he they don't ask for thanks my dad does a little bit here and there. Sorry, <laughs> but like there's something about being a man of action being yeah. like look i'm gonna mm -hmm. take this responsibility there's a way to do that where it's unhealthy where like that's your whole purpose in life that's where you get your meaning is being being needed yeah so don't do that don't go too far but man be someone who's a man of action there's different ways to cultivate that yeah lifting weights is part of that like you don't have to lift weights to be a man 
but if you're lifting weights, taking care of your body, becoming someone who who uh, can push through adversity, yeah, like it's a really really easy way. Like if you got money for it, it's a really easy way to train yourself in adversity every day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you got to be super jacked or swole or anything, but working on that. Look, I'm someone who I didn't want to do that 12th rep, but I'm pushing through it. And like, I don't want to listen to my wife right now. She's going crazy, but I'm going to push through this right. because I'm, I'm developing right. my character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a picture. It's like a really healthy picture of yeah. like, of, of, yeah, like you said, growing, like mm. taking on new challenges, learning new things. I mean, I, I was trying to, I was just trying to exercise the other day and, uh, I was doing this one workout where you had to like kick your leg out and I'm like. I have no balance <laughs> at all on my one foot. And I'm just like, I'm just going to keep doing this until I can, until I can get it. And I was just like, yeah, I did it. And I was like <laughs> yeah. one rep with like five pounds, but yeah. I'm like, let's did. go. You know, like yeah. I felt like I could take on the world. There is benefit to that. I think like, like what you were saying. Yeah, dude, physical training is of, of some benefit. Like, yeah. There, yeah. You, you <laughs> should is, like, dude, I get excited when I see like David talking about, you know, God, you trained my hands for war. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to kill anyone with my bare hands yeah. or anything like that. But there's something to that. There's yeah. something to training. He talks about how he's so strong he can bend a, a bow of bronze. Maybe he's being hyperbolic. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that's sick, dude. That's, there's something about strong. that. And I don't want to go the, the the toxic masculine way and say, everyone needs to be just swole. And like, nah, dude. But there is something about physicality. Physical, yeah. There is something there. Yeah. You learn a lot through that. You talk about mowing the grass and, yeah. and and doing working with your hands. I think some of that is has to do with what we're made to do. Yeah, yeah. we're made to cultivate. We're made to care for the earth. We're made to lift things and bend things and like. It's innate. It's a part of us. Like we can't. Yeah. You can't deny that. Like, yeah, like you feel, you feel good and accomplished when you're done. I yeah, mean, you hit that 12th rep. You feel like, man, now I can lift the world. Yeah, you know, yeah. you do the leg kick out. You know, I did boxing for a little bit. I mean, like I was just talking to the guys yesterday. We're playing basketball, and I said, man, I, I love the feeling of I'm tired, but I have to keep going. Mm. And just being able to break past that, it just feels like such an accomplishment. Like, man, I, I've done something that I physically thought I couldn't do but I did it yeah, and it makes me feel good that I did it. Yeah. So now it, I can go do something else. It's like, it builds on something. So now, you know, if I can bench to 315 now, well, what else can I conquer? You know? Right. Well, and it, it works the opposite way. It, it works the opposite way. So like when you are giving in, like, man, I'm going to eat a, a 10th donut. It's just a donut, man. But it's like yeah. when you're weakening your will like that, good luck, like not watching porn tonight. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm no, I don't mean like, what I mean is your character and what you yeah. do is, is affecting you. So like training yourself to be a man of action, to be courageous, to be virtuous, yeah, uh, like Christ, like that carries over into everything. And it's, it's the whole way you live your life. Like yeah. we, as men, we're really good at compartmentalizing. And I think God made us that way. But when we do that, we can do that in a really detrimental way. Yeah. And in in like a watching yeah. porn doesn't affect the rest of my right. life. Right. 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 It absolutely does, um, you know, cognizantly, like it, it affects the way you think and process information. Like, yeah, I mean, that's probably like the number one thing kind of dragging us down and um, into the depths of despair in mm. a lot of ways. But even what you were saying, both of you guys were saying like there's there is like a, a sort of humility to it, too. Like you have to be like willing to like put yourself in a position where someone else can like challenge you. Yeah. and call you out like i was i was thinking i was also thinking about basketball like i mean we have one guy who's who's just really good like he's, yeah. he's literally been playing his whole life yeah and so when he tells me hey instead of doing this do this the pride in me wants to be like screw you man what do you know like yeah. what do you know like you don't know about like what i was gonna do and i'm like he's so much better of a basketball player than me yeah and i just gotta be like yeah that's that's good you know, like I yeah. gotta like swallow my pride and be like that he's right, you know, yeah. and um and but it also at the same time I was thinking like that day like just it was just such a picture of like of uh, brothers calling each other to uh, yeah. a better standard, yeah. right? And also at the same time like, and I think that's so much of what this is as as men like is just gathering guys around you um, that are gonna call you to to more yeah. to better, you know. And um, to challenge those little like things that you just do, like I mean, I used to like joke around with with um, you know somebody was like, it feels like you, you know like one of the guys that I'm discipling. It feels like you're always on me, and I'm like, 
bro, like when I was a kid, I have two brothers, and he's. If I picked up a pen the wrong way, <laughs> yeah, they would be on me like immediately. Like, why? Why did you pick up the pen like that? That's such a weird way to pick up the yeah. pen. And I'm just like, I'm just picking up the pen. But it's like that, that, that right there is like something, you know, to chase after. Yeah, and we can't ever go a time where we don't have that, where people are like challenging you or called you out even for like silly things you know little things and just being like okay then let's talk about it let's figure it out but this is good stuff guys what what else what are some things that we need to um continue to to focus on as as guys well dude so like we we have to know the bible like oh, yeah. like we've we've been talking a lot and someone at home is, they haven't even mentioned the bible yet I'm like <laughs> yeah, you know, i know like we're getting there but like we we have to know that if that's really God's word and if God made us in his own image like we need to know what that says we need to know so like proverbs the whole book of proverbs is fathers writing to their sons yeah. it's father wisdom to their sons like that's god inspired father wisdom and we just don't read it yeah oh cool i i know this one proverb don't lean on your understanding bro read that make that a part of who you are yeah it's super easy and then you become the wisdom guy mm -hmm. and then you give wisdom to someone and they bring you a new problem and now you have this new problem to think about and now you have a new problem and now you have a new one and and people start coming to you as the yeah. guy who has answers and it's not your answer you're you're reading the word and you're trying to deliver that to them it takes wisdom to apply that in the right situation but yeah Bro, like there's a big component. So there's like the physical component we talked about. Mm -hmm. There's a wisdom sage component, like being sagacious, being someone who freaking Gandalf with the nice white yeah. beard. <laughs> being being the answer man is cool when you're a Christian because it's not, I'm so smart. Right. I learned all this stuff. It's like, yeah. bro, God's so smart. And I've learned this because I want to help other men. I want to call boys and young men up into manhood. Yeah, it's funny. I think about the Gandalf thing. Um it's the wisdom that inspires us to like just live life better, to be more godly. Mm. You know, just thinking about that picture, you know, if you're that guy who God calls you to yeah. be and you can exercise this wisdom, you know, you can, you know, help in different lives. You know, you can do a lot with that. But again, if we're not doing that, I mean, how ineffective are we? How kind of, I don't even want to say this, but like useless are you becoming as mm. a man if you're not being able to, you know, put those things to work. If you're not willing to sit down with the word of God and learn it and train in it and be able to give that to, you know, another disciple or give it to your children or, you know, if you're not doing it, it's like how, how effective can you really be? You're just giving people empty stuff. Yeah. And some of it might be, might be true. might be a really hard, hard learned lesson that you, you found. And it's like, bro, man, you could have read that in Proverbs and save yourself yeah. a, lot of, a lot of grief. You yeah, know, like, I, I just had to live it out, you know? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. What do you got, Josh? I'm trying to I'm trying to look for that that um not like the act like men verse, but this is not man, this makes us look so terrible. We were just I talking know. about knowing our word <laughs> and you're over here. Yeah, he's stumbling. Yeah, there there's something like I sticking with the Gandalf thing, like like David is Gandalf. Mm -hmm. Right? Like David is this poet, like sage super wise man but the dude is writing songs like yeah right but then he's yeah. this warrior and some of his songs are about crushing, crushing. people in the <laughs> dust of the earth and trampling them in the streets yeah. and others are like god where are you and it's like okay little girl like chill out and he's yeah. like no this is a fool this is a man and he's a sinner and he's not he's a, a type of christ right so we need yeah. to ultimately find it in christ but David's a, like he called a man after God's own heart. Yeah. And so there's that there's those components of being a man, which means like, hey, you should cry when it's appropriate, right? You should be a warrior when it's appropriate. You should you should like lean into those other aspects of masculinity that don't get the full play in our culture. Yeah. I think that's the culture just has a really bad view of masculinity. I mean, it doesn't mean you're gonna cry all the time, but it doesn't mean you're not. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Like, as a father, I mean, I, there are certain things that I've thought about that have brought tears to my eyes. Mm. You know, like you know, what's life going to be like for my my kids growing up in the next generation? Mm -hmm. And you know, going back to the proverbs, um, even at the beginning, you're hearing Solomon. We always say Solomon. Solomon's doing it, but he's telling you he learned this from his father, right? And I'm like, man, what can I pass on to my kids, man? That's like that would help them 
in their life going forward far when I'm gone. Mm. You know, just thinking ahead to that. I've, I've never thought about it before until like, you know, I'm getting older, I'm hitting that state. I'm in my <laughs> 30s now. So I'm like, man, do I really have to consider those things now? Yeah, it's like a, a legacy, right? That's yeah. another word that we kind of use a little too often, but it's like that that's legacy. Like what I want my kids' kids to be yeah. on the right path. I think in the New Testament, we have so many examples of this. And I think the clearest one um, is probably Paul to his protege, Timothy. Yeah. And um, he's, Paul is about to die. And he is leaving everything out on the table for Timothy to be like, this is what it means to shepherd the flock of God. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, he's got just a ton of wisdom in there. He's, he's calling people to what does it mean to be an overseer in the church? Mm-hmm. And in, in that we talked about even last week, just, just the qualifications for elders. So yeah. much of that can be um, distilled into like what th- that in and of itself is, is so much of what it means to be yeah. a man yeah. and um, loving your wife and knowing the scriptures. And there's a part where he talks about, um, his desire is I, I desire that in every place men should pray lifting holy yeah. hands without anger or quarreling. And I think like that, that picture of like the spiritual aspect of mm. it, like we're calling each other to, to worship Christ and adore Christ. And if we ignore that part of it, all the other stuff may be there in some, some ways, but this is the heart of the matter that we, are calling each other our brothers, mm-hmm. um, younger brothers and older brothers, to pray, lifting holy hands, yeah. to seek God more than anything else. I think we can fall into the the trap of just of of um, living as a, a man of the world mm-hmm. and and just strapping on some Jesus to the end of it, you know. <laughs> and I think it's it's got to be far deeper than that, but a call to come with me there's more here than just what you're you're living for now i don't know if that makes sense but just something i thought just for anyone thinking too like timothy learned the gospel from his mom i think and from his grandmother yeah right so it's like it's this isn't like you can only learn from men ever like this Mm -hmm. is (laughs) but we're we're, the reason i think we're talking about this is because we don't because we couldn't give a clear answer on what does it mean to be a man at the beginning of this, right? So right. it doesn't mean as a man you can't learn from your you, you ought to show respect and reverence to whom it's deserved. And Timothy did to his grandmother and his mom. Like, yeah, that's awesome, man. But he still had Paul come through yeah. and teach him how to do this, mm-hmm. right? Like it, he wraps up first Timothy this way, but as for you, O man of God, flee these things. Yeah. Pursue righteousness. Godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you are called, which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. It is a battle out there to be a man. Yeah. And fighting that fight is 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 what we're calling one another to. Yeah. Can I one thing that messes with me here yeah. is a lot of times we define well there's two things we define masculinity as christians in a way that excludes guys like jocko willink if you guys know who that is yeah yeah, sure yeah and that dude's a man yeah he's not a godly man because he doesn't know christ in a lot of ways i think that he uh, exemplifies really godly attributes Mm -hmm. for sure but like that dude doesn't have a relationship with christ but i don't think we can define man in a way that excludes him and then the other problem as christians is we define all these traits uh, that actually are, these should be for women too. These are for ladies alike. Like, so we, like ladies are supposed to look to Christ and follow Christ, right? right, So it's really hard to be like, Christ is the perfect man. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's also like the perfect human being. And so ladies are supposed to be like Christ too. Mm -hmm. And and I think the way that that I found uh, finding out different male and female traits, I know this is all tricky stuff and we're (laughs) all going to get in trouble for saying this anyways. (laughs) Everything. But looking at like the, if you, if, if you lacked this thing, would it mess with your manhood? Would it mess with your masculinity? I think being courageous is one of those things. Yeah. The Bible continually calls men to be courageous. Yeah. It doesn't say that about women. And if a woman is courageous, that's awesome. But that's right. not like a mark against her femininity. If, right. if a woman's really courageous and like, oh, she's not very feminine at all. There's a way she could not be, but you can be very, very feminine and be and courageous. courageous. Yeah. If you're a man and you're not courageous, 
that's a mark against you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like that. Yeah. It's a mark against you. And I, I don't know all the feminine stuff. There's other things. Maybe it's like being nurturing, right? right? Like if a man's nurturing, that's cool, man. You should be like that, but it's not like it doesn't make you less of a man if you're nurturing. But like if, if a woman is not very nurturing at all, maybe that is. I don't know, dude. That's a yeah. tough one. I'm, sure yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm scared of that. Saying. But yeah. I think in the lack, that's that's like the one way I've found to to start finding some of these traits that, that differentiate us. That's good. That's good. What else, guys? What's going what's going through your minds? We've talked about a bunch of stuff, but what is um if we were to try to bring this home in some way, what are what are some like just not practical takeaways, but some takeaways. Like you're going to walk away from this conversation different because of fill in the blank. Yeah. Well, so I've been on this journey and like you said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start a podcast where I'm trying to think through just what does it mean to be a man? Yeah. Because I, I just don't have all the answers and I don't know that I ever will, but I want to talk with men from different socioeconomic groups, uh, men who do gender studies, women who do gender studies, like, bro, what's up? Like, what does that actually mean? And the reason I'm curious, I want to know, but I also want to be, I want to paint a compelling picture of yeah. what it means to be a man. I want to be someone who people want to follow and someone who non-Christians are like, that's a man. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what what makes this dude so different? <clears throat> and then I want to tell them, I I have to tell them the gospel. I have to, like, in <laughs> right. regard to the gospel, that's right. where the podcast went, right? I <laughs> right. want to do that. I also want to, I want to buy myself some credibility with people. Yeah. And like the manliest guy I know is the Wheaton college wrestling coach. And everyone in the wrestling community says that dude is a man. Yeah. Whether you're a Christian, not a Christian, Muslim, Sikh, whatever. Everyone looks at him. He's like five, two. Yeah. <laughs> right. But everyone knows just because of his character, because yeah. of who he is and, and who he is. The reason he's so manly, he would tell you is because of Christ. Yeah. And he does tell you all the time. And so I'm like, Okay, dude, how do I become someone like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the sake of the gospel, man. Yeah. And for the sake of my good and my wife's good and future kids and my right. family. Like yeah. But being becoming a compelling picture of a man. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that's exactly where I'm at right now. Um, with my son, he's getting to a certain age. You know, he's seven now. And um I, it just like hit me. It's on my heart. Like I have to disciple my son. Yeah. I have to show him what a godly man looks like. Mm every day because he's starting to mimic things that I do in the home you know he was like you know dad yeah I really want to get married but I gotta get a job first yeah and I'm like that's good you do and I'm like wow if he's seeing it now at seven I mean I really have to be diligent about like showing him what it you know godly character um just being in the word teaching him sitting him down and doing it and I'm really like wow that's really been on my mind a yeah. lot lately yeah. yeah like showing him this picture of masculinity and being a, a man even against the you know the world hmm. what the world is saying that that is you know oh you maybe you shouldn't teach him these things like no no I have to you know I have to do that yeah I wanted to be one of those relationships like David and you know Solomon had where he's like man my father you know taught me this and he can pass that on to his kids and they can pass it on, you know, just mm. having a clear picture because it's something I didn't have, you know, not having a clear picture kind of, it can send you all kind of different directions, man, if you don't see it, cause you're going to be looking for it. And I want it to be so clear for him that man, you're starting generations, you know, again, it's that legacy, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it brings back to memories. I remember I was working a job and I just felt so bad. I'm like, this job is trash. Mm. I'm ready to get out of here. <laughs> And this man walks in and he's like, you got kids, right? And I'm like, yeah. He said, don't look at your legacy based on where you are right now. He said, don't do that. He said, what you have at home, that's your legacy. Mm. And then he just walked out. <laughs> and I never saw him again. I don't know who this guy was or whatever. But when he said that, I was like, you know, that should be my focus. Mm. You know, I'm just... Yeah, that's good. I mean, I, I'm like you guys. I want to see this happening. Um, I want to see older men training younger men, yeah. and um, and I want to see them doing it. Of course, biblically, of course, around God's word. Um, I, I want to I want to paint a compelling picture of a man myself. I want to be someone that Micah, my son, can aspire to be like for sure. A man of integrity, a man of of taking ownership, a man of, you know, all of the things that scripture is calling us to. One one woman man. I want to be all of those things. And praise God, you know, he's he's brought some good brothers into into my life. And I and I look around and I see like 
some potential issues with guys and and, and it comes back to like what was their relationship with their dad like yeah you know and how much of it comes back to like do they have like like even brothers that they could reach out to like actual brothers that they could reach out to and like so much of the brokenness of sin is like just so prevalent and it's like i'm so grateful to the lord for um, um a good dad not not a perfect dad but a good dad mm-hmm. and um good good brothers who who also aren't perfect but we challenged each other we're helping each other grow and and uh man we uh we want to be the the men yeah. that of course god has called us to be um, but we want to be men that even the world would look at and be like what what's behind that mm-hmm. what is that like what is that secret sauce of being a man like like i want i want people to see that and it and it doesn't have to be this like kind of like what parker was alluding to like a lame men's breakfast of just sitting around and you know shooting the breeze about who knows what but talking about integrity talking about yeah. like um about you know what's the what's what you struggle with that hey man so did i like yeah. like let's talk about that like yeah. why why did we struggle with that yeah. um how do we not struggle against that anymore and uh calling each other to um just a um a better and and more um hopefully christ-like picture of, yeah. of manliness anything else any closing thoughts before we wrap it up yeah so um man if you don't know if you don't know what it means to be a man maybe don't go around negating everything that men have done for thousands of years yeah bro you don't have to define yourself in how big of a fish you can catch if you've never gone fishing go fishing right like you and if you're a gospel guy you need to go out and find men what are men doing they don't just sit around in coffee shops so like you can embrace some of those things even though people are saying that's not what it means to me that's not what it means man cool man try those things yeah Go ice fishing with somebody like and these are all opportunities where you get to share the gospel. And so ironically, man, in chasing after the gospel and chasing men with the gospel, you're going to start to figure out what it means to be a man. You can still learn wisdom from people who you're witnessing to. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember like you took me fishing for like the first time ever and I'm just like, this is something but it, it was like a ton of fun because we were just like sitting around and talking and trying to find the best spot to go fish at remember most of it was um probably not legal spots well, to be careful <laughs> yeah. but we did it and it was an absolute blast yeah. and I'm, I'm so grateful for the guys that i've had in my life um you know near and far that have called me to um to be a man and challenged me like if it was up to me dude I would probably just sit around and, you know, watch TV all day. Yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and like, that's the reality of it. Like we seek that comfort, you know, and yeah. it doesn't provide that really. And I'm grateful for guys that were like, no, let's go do something, you know? And, and, uh, in those moments of like, where I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Mm. Let's go yeah. do that. I never shot a gun before. And some guys were like, Uh-oh. let's go to the, the like, we gotta go, the, man. We gotta you know, go. Shooting range. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> and start rocking. We were just shooting like old TVs and stuff. And it was yeah. a blast, you yeah. know? And it was like, it's fun to be a man. Yeah. And I just remember thinking that then. And um, yeah, yeah, we're, you know, find some guys like that that are just willing to try new things with you, you know? So, um, so yeah, it's good stuff, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got one more. Yeah, go okay, for it. So, so uh, another thing, I, I heard this from some men's study, and uh, dude, I got a real chip on my shoulder with stuff, but there's some really good stuff in this one. Um, <laughs> Get it all out. I, yeah, so um, they talked about being a, being a consumer versus being someone who produces stuff. Mm-hmm. And look, you don't want to define yourself by what you produce and how good you produce, but a big part of being a man is cultivating stuff. Yeah. Going out and cultivating, making. And so that's the difference between sitting on the t- on the couch all day watching tv being a consumer mm-hmm. and defining yourself by what you consume i watch this i watch that i listen to this versus like no i'm actively producing stuff even if yeah like you have a job you hate like bro i'm going out there i'm cultivating i'm doing this yeah. stuff um not this job though let me caveat like this job. <laughs> that's cool. right it's important <laughs> yeah yeah it's good we out just what's going on here close to This is the end now. But. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap it up. This is a, a tricky topic, man. I don't know. It is. Yeah. I, I mean, I still have more questions even, you know, and uh, I think that's part of the I think the that journey. is part of it, yeah, dude. I, I think will we ever arrive? I don't know. Probably not until we get to 
Maybe, maybe that's part of it. Like but, it's part of the journey. Yeah. Right? But but right. but for real, like it is walking. Like life is this journey. Oh, okay, okay. I got to talk about this too. Yeah. Sorry, dude. We got to go. But I got to talk. Like life's a adventure. Yeah. Talking about Gandalf. Like mm-hmm. Gandalf is this adventure, but he calls all these hobbits out. Yeah. To go mm-hmm. to go live their life. Jesus does that, right? Like Jesus is the true Gandalf, right? Yeah. But like he calls us onto an adventure to not just sit on the couch, but yeah. to part of that adventure is sharing the gospel, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, I'm going to go talk to this guy. I don't know why God's putting it on my heart to talk to this guy. He's yeah. scary looking, whatever. Like, this is an adventure, man. Go out and, and, yeah. and be an adventurer. Yeah. No, I, I read somewhere, I think, the, the big, one of the biggest contributing factors to men being addicted to pornography. Like, one of the biggest thing is a lack of adventure. Mm. Yeah. And um, I remember reading that and just being like, I don't know if you remember this. And I texted, like, Parker and, like, two other guys a few years ago. And I was like, let's go like rent a house somewhere and just go do a bunch of stuff. And I was just like, I was like so hyped because I was you like, You guys did that without me. Too. Yeah. I mean, you sat <laughs> out on us at the last <laughs> minute, but whatever. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was awesome. Like we threw axes and we, we went to like a, you know, like, like, um, uh, like a, uh, virtual reality thing where we fought each other. It was yeah. so cool, you know. Yeah, like put the gloves on, do it. For it really. was <laughs> nuts, but it, it was like a blast. You know? But yeah. and, and that no, is the that adventure is what is behind a lot of those uh, stereotypically manly things: shooting a gun, yeah, or shooting a buck, yeah, uh, uh, fishing. Like, dude, they're way more than this. I'm just coming. Like, we're into Calvin, Illinois, right now. So, like, that's what's happening. <laughs> but like, that is it's adventure. Yeah, like that. That's the heart behind that. And man, adventure with God. Your whole life's an adventure with God. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. real. Like, yeah. yeah. But that it takes being courageous. Yeah. It takes self control to practice. Yeah. Getting good at things. Like it. In order to adventure well, you have to do all those traits that we were talking about. You have to. And you have to do that with God. Like that's the the way to do it. And so you can be a man without God, but I think you're doing it wrong. Yeah. 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 You're not living in the fullness of, yeah. of, your, yeah. of what it means to be a man. That's good. Well, thank you guys for uh, joining us on this uh, adventure journey of yeah. discovering, <laughs> sure. um, of discovering manliness. Um, and um, we hope uh, we can be a helpful resource to you. So, um, I mean, who knows what could come of this, you know? So let's, let's uh, be prayerful about, um, how we can reach out to um, other men in our life and ladies if you're listening you know maybe send this to um, a friend um, yeah. uh, or or your husband or and just as a way to just encourage them but hopefully subtly um, tell them that they're not men yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just totally undermine them yeah. just like just like we asked you to now um, no just as hopefully as a good resource to them and um, you know if you're if you're struggling with these things don't hesitate to reach out you know, yeah. Carmelo is really free just got a ton of open time in his schedule he loves to take questions so um, a lot of time right (laughs) drop us a note on instagram or wherever and um we'll definitely follow up you know if this is a struggle for you and um you have questions and uh maybe it's just taking that first step but it's it's definitely an adventure and journey so thanks park for coming on appreciate it man yeah thank you guys i'm looking forward to hearing um um, what that podcast kind of the directions it kind of goes. Now I have to do it. I was still on the fence, and yeah. now you just put it out no, there. No, yeah, world, you definitely so. have to do yeah, it. I told you, you definitely have a spot. Yeah. So, thank you guys. This has uh, been another episode of In Regard to the Gospel. Peace. <laughs>